0: Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. A lot of people are having some weird dreams these days, uh, strange dreams. I mean, I'm getting lots of emails from people, more so than I have in a long time, that they just feel something strange. Are you picking up anything like that in your, in your circles
1: Yes, people feel very unsettled, like they're on the edge of something that's about to happen and they don't know what it is. Some of it, I think, is the ongoing effects that we've had for the past couple of years in this country um, being very unsettled politically, uh, a a great deal of upheaval going on. Uh, Globally, we have economic uncertainty, uh, a lot more political upheaval, and uh, we all realize that we're tied to each other globally, and instability in one part of the world affects us as well. And it does create uh, an overall underlying unease in a lot of people. Um, we, we, we're not confident about the direction things are going in. Um, weather disasters are very upsetting to people because they uh, are unpredictable, And so people feel vulnerable, and that affects moods, emotions, psychological states, and our dreaming.
0: It really does. And talking about dreaming, one of your books, of course, one of the first books, the Encyclopedia of Dreams, which has got uh, got you and I together in our first uh, St. Louis episodes with those shows, and then we carried on into so many others. But let me go through some of the dreams and explain them to us, Rosemary, in terms of what they are, the different kinds of dreams that are there. First of all, we have what is called prophetic dreams. What are they? Uh,
1: these are dreams that literally appear into, pu- into the future. And we do have the psychic ability to um, perceive uh, coming events in the future. Uh, and uh, some of them are major events, ca- uh, catastrophes, disasters. We're more likely to dream of big cataclysmic things than happy events. And some of them are... Um, precognitive dreams about our own lives, uh, events that are coming up on the horizon, things that uh, might be happening to us or people we're going to meet. That's because when we dream, uh, consciousness is really not bounded by linear time, uh, where we're out there in another kind of reality landscape, and uh, the dreaming mind can pick up on um, the forces that are sh- in motion that are shaping up towards events.
0: Now this what creates the prophetic dream? Is it the brain itself, or is there something outside of the brain that somehow feeds into it?
1: I believe it's a function of consciousness, and of course, consciousness isn't limited to the brain. Uh, it, you know, the, the mechanisms of the brain enable us to think and perceive and uh, create vision have memories and things like that, but it it seems to be a function of consciousness, which is non-local, and that's been very well demonstrated in science, especially in non-local healing and prayer, and uh, certainly in dreams. The thing with prophetic and precognitive dreams is some people have a lot of them, some people have very few of them. Uh, some of the dreams are very accurate with detail, and some only vaguely so. They hint at things, but they might uh, miss uh, crucial pieces of information like a date or a time, uh, a place. And nobody really knows why we pick up on things like that. There seems to be something in consciousness that gets tuned to certain frequencies, and uh, we, we have the ability to pick that up. Now, I think that by the time we pick things up precognitively, uh, forces are already well on their way towards shaping an event rather than being just kind of a probability out there. Uh, Nonetheless, there are prophetic uh, dreams that um, aren't very accurate, that don't seem to come to pass, and uh, that may be because forces in motion shift. Our efforts to try and pinpoint this process, to define it, to manage it, have not been very successful.
0: All right. One of the kinds of dreams are called daydreams where they occur during our waking hours where our imagination is doing things. How would you categorize daydreams?
1: Well, daydreams do take place in a lightly altered state of consciousness where in a reverie or uh, kind of distracted. Uh, we might even be um, in a light, drowsy state, like um, if we've um, uh, laid down to take a nap, and we're just kind of dozing off. And um, most dreams, uh, daydreams, however, take place during just lightly altered states of consciousness, and we say, well, we're out world-gathering them, um, uh, ruminating about something, and um, it's a creative faculty of the brain. Uh, when we get into to altered states, it frees up consciousness from the, uh, the, the bonds of uh, waking life, the things that are occupying our attention all the time, which are usually concerns and worries and planning, you know, things like that. Uh, and it gets us into another mode of thinking. And then the imaginative faculty can really take over. This is when a lot of ideas come to people, creative inspirations. And the imagination is not the same as fantasy, and people often equate the two. That They say, oh, well, it's just your imagination doesn't mean anything. It's not concrete. But if we didn't have imagination, we wouldn't be able to create. We wouldn't be able to vision. And so daydreaming is actually a very good um, habit to have. A lot of geniuses, scientists, inventors credit some of their best ideas that come to them when they're in kind of a daydreamy state.
0: Lucid dreams, one of my favorite kinds of dreams, where you know in the dream that you're having the dream.
1: That's right, and everybody has these kinds of dreams throughout life. And again, some of us have them all the time. I know people who are very prolific lucid dreamers. They uh, they, they hardly dream any other way, and they might have multiple lucid dreams during the course of the night. And uh, in a lucid dream, uh, you usually realize Uh, suddenly, usually abruptly, that um, you feel awake and everything feels real to you and seems tangible, uh, but you know you're dreaming. And not only that, you can, to at least some extent, direct your activities. Uh, You can direct the course of a dream. You can tell yourself you want to go um, someplace, that you want to fly, that you, that, uh, you want to levitate or something like that. For many people... These periods of lucidity are very short, and sometimes they end almost as soon as you realize, uh, people realize that they're lucid. And for others, they seem to be very prolonged. Uh, Scientists have studied lucid dreams now for uh, decades, and uh, many believe that this is an advanced faculty of dreaming that is tied into our um, unused brain potential, that it's related to. Uh, perhaps states of creativity, high states of creativity where we could do better problem-solving, and where we can even access better self-healing powers.
0: Nightmares. We all know those are evil dreams, aren't they?
1: Unpleasant, and any dream that's unpleasant is a nightmare, and for some people they're really horrific. Everybody has them. Uh, They're usually expressions of anxiety, repressed emotions, and unresolved conflicts. For example, if uh, someone is having a great deal of difficulty in their primary relationship and it's not resolving, uh, they are likely to have recurring nightmares that express this lack of resolution. And uh, these dreams are pointing to the need to, uh, to heal ourselves in some aspects of life. It's very common in a nightmare to be pursued, be pursued by an attacker with a weapon, uh, with, by some uh, horrible monster, uh, or you're in your home and you know that uh, some, something horrible or a horrible person is breaking in and might hurt you. These are very common.
0: All right. Recurring dreams, dreams that just keep happening almost like uh, the Bill Murray movie. They just keep happening over and over again.
1: We do have different types of recurring dreams, and nightmares is one of them. For example, those unresolved situations that I just mentioned uh, may lead to uh, a cycle of recurring nightmares where uh, the same thing happens over and over again. And again, it's, uh, it's, I, I believe that our ten- attention is being called to the need to address some uh, very uh, important imbalance in life. And quite often when the situation gets resolved, those repeating nightmares stop. Repeating nightmares can also be part of uh, medical conditions like post-traumatic stress syndrome, and those do need to be addressed by uh, medical professionals. We can have repeating dreams that are more common anxiety dreams, and these fall into classes like um, um, falling uh, being late for something, being unprepared for an exam, having your teeth fall out, being naked in public. Uh, these sorts of dreams also can repeat during periods of high stress.
0: So let me, uh, let, let me ask you about healing dreams. I think they're powerful and miraculous
1: they are, and I have uh, interviewed um, many people, and the medical literature also has uh, numerous accounts of people who say that they were, they were physically healed in their dream. And there are some astounding cases of um, people having tumors disappear or their cancers go into remission or uh, some other condition uh, being greatly helped, perhaps even eradicated by a healing dream. And uh, in in these dreams, uh, there are some common characteristics. Uh, People may feel that some sort of uh, spirit doctors are working on them. Uh, They may feel that they're visited by uh, one of their favorite religious figures or an angel or some high-level being who uh, infuses them with, with healing energy, and that's usually in the form of light or something that they can feel. And in the dream, these dreams are often very vivid, and they wake up knowing that something is very, very different, and that they have had a significant healing. Um, Our consciousness uh, is unbounded when we dream, and we can access uh, so many of our natural abilities that don't often get much expression while we're uh, going through uh, daily life. We all have the capacity to be psychic to some degree. We all have healing uh, abilities within us to varying degrees, and dreams can help bring that uh, ability out.
0: And, of course, with these healing dreams, Rosemary, what is giving us the power to heal? Is it God? What is it?
1: For many people, it boils down to a faith. They have a deep spiritual faith that a higher power, whatever they believe in, uh, is healing them. And um, scientists who have studied um, our emotional states when we're ill um, know that when people really believe that they can be healed or will be healed, they stand a much better chance of being healed than patients who become discouraged and depressed. Nonetheless, there are cases on record where uh, people have um, practiced uh, a deep faith and belief that they will be cured of something and then they are not. And uh, so then we have to ask ourselves, well, what happened here? Why why didn't the healing occur? Was this Uh, something that the individual was destined to go through anyway. Um, There are still many unanswered questions about it.
0: Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.